0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. My name is Matt Primo, and here today for his first time on our podcast, my brother, Josh Primo. How are you today, sir?
1: What's happening?
0: Uh, Hopefully the audio can keep up with you because we're doing this uh, via Zoom call as well. And then... uh, also, I have two kids here. Two, you know, Logan and Luke are here. I'm hoping to God they don't bust up in here. Especially Luke with all of his Power Ranger bullshit.
1: Uh did you like lose a kid? There should be three there.
0: Oh no, she she's gone. She went to uh, she went to dance.
1: Ah, nice.
0: She's doing like pictures or some bullshit. I don't know.
1: Uh, just making sure the I didn't lose
0: one. <laughs> oh, no. I lost one. <laughs> we can't find them, sir. Oh, no. <laughs> I got two more. <laughs> well, that's like what Tina says. Uh, I don't want no one to steal our kids. Have you met our kids? They're going to get them right back to us. I promise you. <laughs> uh, word.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Word.
0: Hopefully, I don't bust them in here. Bird. I gave them, I gave them some, uh, some Pizza Hut pizza. A little pizza slut.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm good though. I hadn't ate all day, but I'm good.
0: Oh I'm I mean, it. You're more than welcome to come over. I'll be right over there. Yeah, just like you invited me to that barbecue one that well, that one time, you know? But that's neither here nor there. Oh. Uh,
1: uh, must have not I got my email.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to smoke your meat. I mean uh eat your, <laughs> your meat. <What>? Well <laughs> well, back to our regular programming. <laughs> <laughs> That escalated quickly. It did. It did. not sure if I should be hungry or horny. (laughs) (laughs) So here on Surfing the Stream, every week we review uh, at least two movies. Uh, In the past, we've jumped back and forth between different franchises like Terminator, Die Hard, Batman. And then we've also done some genre review series. I've done horror in review. We've done 90s action and Kung Fu. And at the end of our genre series, we normally do a top 10 episode of the best movies in that specific genre. Like uh, in July, we're doing war movies throughout the entire month of July uh, because, you know, the Patriots can be on July 4th because, you know, obvious reasons. And at the end of that month, I'll drop a top 10 war movies of all time. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but, Josh, you are here today to review a more recently reviewed movie or recently released movie, excuse me, and that's Nobody. Uh, I know there are going to be lots of things to say about this movie, and they're probably not going to be good things.
1: Yeah, are we uh,
0: spoiling this for people or are we just starting the spoilers? So, I see, I I think if we don't spoil anything, this review is going to be like five minutes long.
1: Very true. I mean, it really.
0: So we'll, we'll give out like two points of non-spoiler impressions, and then we'll jump into spoilers. I like it. So we're going to, even
1: if, even if we spoil it, it won't be a big deal. Yeah, I agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You won't be missing much. I promise you. Yeah. So we're going to be reviewing the movie. Nobody. That's the one with uh, Bob Odenkirk that just came out recently. Uh, Yeah, we're going to jump right into it and give our plot, give you the fun facts, and then we'll do one or two thoughts on the movie in general, and then we'll jump into our spoilery discussion. But before we do that, if you like what we're doing here and you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash 2game. That is the number two, and you can support us at the $5, $10, or $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. So thank you. And then if you like what we do here, go jump on to the two game podcast. Uh, If you like games, nerdy stuff, anime, comics, whatever, that's what we talk about on that podcast. But you're here for Nobody. Let's jump into it. So Nobody is about a bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men. He becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord you know after reading that plot josh i'm not entirely sure that is see that sounds like a badass movie when you say it like that but that's not necessarily what we got in the movie
1: i'm not real sure
0: the person that wrote that actually watched the movie (laughs) 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 right this movie was directed by i'm gonna butcher this name but y'all go fuck yourselves it was uh directed by isla nice He's, he's Russian, apparently. Uh, this movie was made on a budget of $16 million, and so far, it's grossed worldwide $32 million. It stars Bob Odenkirk, Connie Nielsen, and Christopher Lloyd, who is the MVP of this movie, by the way. Agreed. It, agreed. it has a runtime of one hour and 32 minutes, which, before we jump into the rest of the fun facts, I... While it did drag, I, I appreciate the one hour and 32 minutes. If this movie had been any longer, I don't know what I would have been. I don't know. I don't think I could have finished it, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, the first time I watched it, it was easy. the second time I
0: fell asleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was released on March 26, 2021, and I got three fun facts. And by three fun facts, uh, they're not really fun, but they're three facts. Bob Odenkirk, he trained for two years in preparation of this role. And this movie was originally scheduled to release on 8-18-2020, but because of the pandemic, it got pushed back to February 26th of this year and then to February 19th. And then finally, it got pushed back all the way till March 26th. And then the last fun Air quotes fact is going to be the painting that Hutch takes towards the end of the movie is called Bedroom by Vincent Van Gogh. Just in case you're a uh, art artsy kind of person, uh, that was the name of the painting. So yeah, those are the fun facts. They're not very fun, but uh, I like this movie. You know? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with that. <laughs> so we we love Bob Odenkirk. Would, would you agree with that, Josh? Oh totally.
1: Love him. He, he's been good in uh Better Call Saul. Um uh, Can't think of the myth movie. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. I mean, he was best movie. <laughs> man, he was just so incredible in those movies and
0: then to see him in this one,
1: uh, uh kind of struck out.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those things where a comedian turns to a more like a more serious role. And when I watched the trailers, I know I think we both watched the trailers and we're like, bro, it looks like a badass." And you get like little snippets of that throughout the movie. But then like in between, it's just like, oh this is is kind of boring and kind of dumb.
1: Yeah. Definitely had a lack
0: of connection from start to finish for me. And I think you called me the other day and you said, have you watched nobody yet? And I'm like, uh, no. Why? He goes, uh, you might want to lower your expectations a little bit. The story sucks. And, you know, you and I, we, I think we had, for the most part, our taste in movies and TV shows and whatnot were pretty similar up until you'll, you'll hate me on this, but True Detective is, I think, where we started splitting off into different things. I think we split off. Way before that, sir. You think?
1: Watch pretty much everything I don't watch. And yeah, I think so. Because uh, I don't do the Marvels. I don't do Star Wars. I don't do none of that stuff. Eh, touche. And you know, if the movie doesn't hook me in the first 15 minutes, I'm not finishing it. I'm out. Peace. Yeah, I don't.
0: That's too much to watch. That is true. That is true. But I would say that when you come up to me and you're like, oh, it has like zero story to it. I'm like, oh, man, if he says it has no story, then it probably does not have a story.
1: See, I even That's the reason I watched it the second time. I was like, he's going to beat me up if I come at him with this. And he comes back with this philosophical storyline that I missed.
0: <laughs> but the nap says I was right. Oh, no, you were right. It's, it's a fairly thin plot. Like I I don't know. I like, I feel weird because I've I've read reviews and I've I've kind of you know scoured the internet to see if we're kinda in the right or the wrong. And a lot of people love this movie. So I I, I, I really don't know where to place it. Me personally, it's like a one time watch kind of thing. Maybe not even that.
1: I'd definitely give it one watch. Uh it'll entertain you because it has some good shooting scenes, but no, they're not.
0: Mm. that's all you're gonna get right i i absolutely agree well let's jump into spoilers so if you have not seen nobody uh go check it out i wouldn't pay twenty dollars for it but go check it out if you want to hear the rest of the review uh then continue on but spoilers from this point forward i the, the one of the issues with the movie that i have is is like we've been talking about, is the story. That is the biggest thing. You can make a good action movie, but if you don't have a story to back that up, then what's the point of the action? You know, it's like like you're supposed to care for the characters and whatnot. And I mean, Bob Odenkirk does a decent job throughout the course of the movie. He's not really the issue, it's really everything else, in my opinion, that is the issue with the movie.
1: Yeah, the story definitely disconnected in several spots. He does real good in the movie, but there was several times, like we've talked about, where his lines seem really forced, and it wasn't in his wheelhouse, I guess.
0: Yeah, like motherfucker, <laughs> like he. <laughs> yeah, that
1: man, that bugged me how he said that. I don't know. I was like, could we be any faker?
0: <laughs> like, it's not like like uh, Samuel L. Jackson, where it just like naturally rolls off the tongue. His is like so forced.
1: Yeah, it's like he's never even said the word in his life.
0: <laughs> hey, he may not have. Maybe not. He could be a good Christian sir. He could be a good Christian man.
1: No, nah, man. I agree. <laughs> I agree, but if he's ever drove in traffic, I'm sure he said it. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: uh, spoken like a true person. <laughs> yes. So the the story basically starts with He's doing this basic nine to five job and it's just, it shows you his daily routine, which is always the same. And it spends about, it feels like five, seven minutes of them just going back and forth and showing you the same scene over and over and over and over again. And then someone, some two burglars come into their house. And at that point I was like, Oh bro, shit about to go off. Shit's about to go down. And then it's like it petered out right at the beginning and he didn't really do anything. I'm just like, really? what? Because I thought this movie was supposed to be a like they were going to hurt his family and then he would uh, he would go get trained or something like that and then go get revenge. That's what I thought this movie was. But that is that's,
1: uh, Yeah, that's definitely the uh, my takeaway from that trailer was like the robbery's is going to start it, but it seems like it almost had nothing to do with the reason he uh went crazy.
0: like no reason. It had nothing to do it. They should have put like one of the Russians in there, and then like he went to go find the Russians and then and then the drug lord, the Russian drug lord comes into the picture. That would make a little bit more sense than just two random Joe Schmoes stealing yeah. something.
1: And I know it's a jump ahead, but then you find out later that they're just robbing for money for a, their child. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: in what world would you go rob a random residence for money thinking you're going to get
0: a, a big score? I mean, wouldn't you knock over to a convenience store? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when he got the money, he's like, this is it. Well, I mean, I use a card. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. Everybody uses card now. So I don't know why you thought robbing someone like that would have got you a lot of cash.
1: I mean, you rob my house, you're going to get a handful of nickels. <laughs> I mean, we have a bank for a reason. That was
0: my disconnect with that, that section. And then like, so I turned you on to the uh, John Wick movies, right? You you like all the John Wick movies? Oh, I love the John Wick. So I know the first John Wick is, is like, is based off uh, spoilers if you haven't seen John Wick, but. It's based off him losing his dog. and But they do a really good job of setting the stage for that and making you care for what John Wick was going through at the whole time. And it's not just the dog. It's kind of like a whole bunch of things that happen at once. This, it all revolves around a damn bracelet, a kitty cat bracelet. That he gets back rather quickly. Actually, no, he doesn't. He, he he doesn't find that until after like past midway of the movie. Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. You're that's right. That's right. The
0: people came into the uh into his house to kill him and he was like, "Oh, look, the bracelet's underneath the underneath the recliner the whole time." I'm like, "Bro, really? Really?"
1: Yeah, but how did how did they get there from the robbery
0: scene? I, mean,
1: I so they take everything out of the bowls and they you know, a little fight, not much of a fight. I mean, how does it end up in the? A-
0: yeah, I have, I have no idea. And they go from from when the the robbery happens in the very beginning? Then he goes on his normal day daily life, and again, it shows the same scenes over again, and then everybody's making fun of him. I I, I get all that. Like he's supposed to be this. This grounded character, whereas like he, d- like nobody looks at him like he's supposed to be this badass. And I understand that; I completely agree. But, like that part is not what bothers me. It's then he decides, oh, his daughter wants the Hello Kitty bracelet, and that's what triggers him to go, "All right, this shit pisses me off. My daughter's feelings are hurt. She wants a bracelet, and they stole it. So I'm gonna go get the bracelet back." He goes. Not back- he goes to look for the bracelet and then they don't mention the bracelet again until, like I just said, past halfway through the movie. And when he gets back home from trying to find the bracelet the first time, there's like no mention of the bracelet whatsoever. It just goes straight into the rest of the movie. It's like, what was the point of the bracelet to begin with? It was it's just it's just a stupid plot device, in my opinion.
1: That yeah, definitely didn't work. I mean, he let his son get beat. In the face, but I mean, dude got it's all hell, it's all, all hell over uh, that bracelet, man. I don't get that. <laughs> dude got fucking knocked the fuck out. <laughs> hell yeah, buddy.
0: Looking like a like Debo in here,
1: man.
0: Debo was like, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, he he gets on the bus after he tries to get the bracelet from the the couple. And he gets on the bus and then like the, the dumbest reason happens that he gets put on the course to meet with the Russians. They hit what, like a barricade or some shit. And then they get on the bus all randomly. Right.
1: Yeah. Like a concrete barrier is that. And it didn't even mess up the truck.
0: Yeah. I just, you know, I, I, the movie would have been better if like you said, if they would have connected it to the, the original home burglary rather than they just crashed into a barrier where the bus is just so happens to be next to them. I thought the bus got into a wreck with them the way it looked. Did you yeah, get and
1: what world, what world would the bus driver even let them on the bus? I mean, after that.
0: Yeah. I could have swore they, they hit the bus when they hit the barricade and they bounced off and hit the bus. And I'm like, I
1: think they, I think they were trying to imply that, but, if you looked at the scene real close, they literally hit a, a concrete barrier.
0: Oh. And, and then nonetheless, they, they get on the bus and then of course, Bob odenkert's character Hutch is there and they start messing with this little girl there. And they're pretty suggestive about what they want to do. I mean, you, you can pretty much fill in the blanks. They're not, they're not hitting you over the head with, uh, Oh, we're going to try to get with you little girl or whatever. But it's, it's heavily implied. And then that's when he snaps and just goes to ham on everybody. So my thing is, if he's such a badass character, he's had all this training. I get a little bit of rust. but this dude gets his ass beat throughout the course of this fight. And I just don't understand that.
1: Yeah, he totally got his ass handed to him uh,
0: more than once. I mean, hell, he got thrown out the damn window. Right, like like John Wick would never got thrown his, his ass thrown out of the window. Just saying.
1: No, even when he fought that uh, Asian guy, that's the only time he ever had a fight that was uh equally
0: matched. Just, I I don't know. I was I was expecting something different when I came into this movie, and it just wasn't what I was expecting. So I don't know if that has a heavy implication of whether I like it or not. But just what was there is just not very good, in my opinion.
1: That was definitely not the connection it needed to get his beef with the Russians moving.
0: No. And then the villain, the dude, is so, he's so campy. Like, the, the rest of the movie is somewhat serious, but the villain is so campy that I'm just like, he did, I don't know, he just didn't do it for me. Like, he's like this caricature of a Russian drug lord, and... It's just, it's not entertaining. It doesn't fit with the the tone with the rest of the movie. Um, that's that's just me. That's just me, though. What about you?
1: No, nah, it was it was way too far out there with the whole dancing and singing, and then and then you got the whole uh, deal with the well, he breaks that martini glass and carves up the guy's
0: face. I mean, how does that even work? Uh, I mean, that part didn't really bother me. It's just, like you said, the dancing and the singing, and it, it, it just came off cross as stupid to me.
1: Yeah, I agree with you.
0: But, and that, that, that's kind of like the, the last little bit that I kind of want to follow, because those that's really the main portions of the movie that I really have an issue with. The MVP of the movie, I mentioned it a minute ago. Christopher Lloyd, old Doc, is in this movie. I had no clue he was in this movie. I had no clue he was still alive. I did not either. And when they, we saw him in the chair, I was like, "Hmm, I guess he's just gonna sit in the chair the whole time." I mean, I like, I like him in movies, but it se- it seems wasted. And then they let that motherfucker do some some motherfucking work, and it was glorious.
1: Not gonna lie, I did not recognize him until the very last of the movie when he's in the uh, the warehouse. That's the only really? I was like, damn Marty McFly. Yeah, it took me that long to
0: recognize him. Oh, no, no, no. As soon as I saw him in the chair, I was like,
1: it's Doc. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't. I was very shocked that he was
0: in it. I'm just I'm so happy they let him shoot some guns and get in some action scenes. I didn't think he I didn't think he'd be able to hold up. I mean, he's probably one of the best ones in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's, he's the MVP. Like, if you want to watch this movie for anything, like, if you if you need a reason to watch this movie after we've been kind of shitting on it for, like, the past several minutes, Christopher Lloyd is the MVP of this movie. He's, I mean, he's great in everything, but he is fantastic in this movie with just the very minimum screen time that he has.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it would have been better if he would have had more of a role unlike the brother.
0: So yeah um I don't know it just it seemed like that was a B plot that didn't really need to be there like they coulda spent time doing something else I, I I don't know it just it seemed it, it seemed like a throwaway scenes when the uh the brother-in-law was there it seemed really really forced uh didn't really make sense to me and it, I, I could have skipped it altogether.
1: I mean, you really didn't know he was his brother, and it pans in one shot, and it shows uh, Hudge his dad and the uh, the brother together, and that's how you connect it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I first looked at it, because uh, his brother's a black guy, so you you know you're kind of left out in the open on how wait. that transpired.
0: Wait, 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 wait. We are talking about two totally different people here. The uh, that that guy is his brother. uh,
1: I'm pretty sure that was his brother The black guy Uh, uh, I don't know that actor's name I hadn't seen him before
0: Wow I totally missed that part of the movie
1: Because it was in an office shot It pans up and you can see The dad, Hutch And that was supposed to have been his brother
0: Huh Well then We watched the same movie, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 I was like how does that connect? I'm not even sure.
0: Uh, I thought you were talking about the brother-in-law.
1: No, he was just some... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was just a, a douche that got hit toward the end.
0: But... Okay, yeah. the uh, the little if, if that is his brother, then I, I didn't feel like he was wasted. I mean, he, he was in throughout the, the entire course of the movie, but he was more of a uh, mysterious figure in the radio, mysterious voice. I feel like they should have gave him a little bit more work to do if they were going to make him like this major character at the end. They They definitely
1: should have have, uh, developed that character till we actually know who the heck we're looking at.
0: And that goes, and I also, I'm glad you brought that up because that brings me up to my next point of Hutch. He, I, I, I get that he explains his backstory to people that are dying because they're not going to tell anybody. I get that. I don't have an issue with that. But he's an auditor? That like, is the last one to go in? Like they don't they don't do a good job of explaining what he even does. So I don't know, they just didn't to me they didn't develop his character at all. I mean, yeah, Odenkirk does does he's pretty good in the in the role, but he's not really given much to work with throughout the course of the movie.
1: No, you know, my biggest and we discussed this problem with this movie was the wife. Oh, God. You know, you get one scene where she's like, oh, it's like old times. And then you get the next scene they're talking about, you know, it makes you seem like they're on the brink of divorce.
0: Yeah, the haven't had sex, haven't looked at me, haven't kissed. And then they go hide in the basement and she's like, oh,
1: my goodness, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Either she knows or she doesn't know.
0: And they don't explain that.
1: No, because after she gets put in the basement, the next clip you see is at the very end when they're buying a house.
0: And that was it. And she was like, oh, I can't get enough of this guy. <laughs> right. I, I, and that's not, that's not the only character that they're with that. The, all the characters don't get explained at all. There's no development of the characters. They're just these these two-dimensional characters throughout the course of the movie. And like I said, Christopher Lloyd in the five minutes that he's in the movie. Fantastic. Odenkirk with what he's given is good, but his character still sucks. In my opinion. Yeah, they
1: definitely didn't, uh, didn't develop enough to make me even care about what happened to any of them.
0: No, I just, it was the whole time. I'm like, uh, I still have thirty minutes left in this movie. Oh, sweet Jesus!
1: Yeah, the two gunfights were probably—I'd say—the best part. Yeah, the the
0: action's but, not that bad, surprisingly.
1: But it was very one-sided, you know. Like when he was uh busting through the uh where they kept the money at for the Russians. Yeah. I mean, even John Wick missed a few shots. That guy put everyone in its place.
0: That that scene you know, for something that was going to affect the rest of the movie only lasted like two minutes. Like if that and half that time was him burning the money. Like they went through that scene rather quickly, like they could have just cut out. I don't know, they could have cut out another scene and just added more. And like developed that scene a little bit more, Developed the action, made it a little bit more complete uh, Because that is a central thing to the very end because the, the Russian drug lords all like, Oh, you fucking burn my money. I'm gonna go fuck you now. And you know, the rest of the movie happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it, Far fetched. I mean, if you're one to end things, why the hell would you burn the Russian mob's money? That's just one guy controlling it. That's babysitting it. <laughs> all you did was piss them off more. Good job. Yeah, I mean, has anybody ever not watched The Sopranos?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> they're uh, they're very particular about their money.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a guy right behind there looking to see who, who dicked over his money.
0: And he's all like, uh, you came to my house. That's, that's a no-no. That's like a, a forbidden rule or something like that. like that. That's what they imply, that there's like this secret code that says you can't go to somebody's family's house. Well, Dude, you just, like, fucked up his family, and then you went and burned his money. What did you... What Did you think y'all were going to, like, sing Kumbaya afterwards?
1: Uh, exactly, and... I don't know. They kind of made it seem like that's his main goal was to piss him off enough to not end it and walk away. Yeah.
0: So, if I mean, you just... Re- go ahead.
1: I mean, how do you want the guy to walk away? You just burnt, like... Every dollar he had, and all his money he had timed up in paintings, because they made a big mention about that—that that he was such a avid art
0: collector. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You you burn everything, and then you're like, just just walk just walk away. You wouldn't fucking walk away. I wouldn't walk away. I'd be pissed. Hell yeah, I'd be going after you too. I'm gonna fuck some bitches up. What? <laughs> like it, it it just seems stupid to me that whole that whole portion of the movie
1: yeah I, I was uh i don't know man it's like two people wrote this movie and they were in the separate rooms and then three days later they come in and be like oh we need to somehow connect our two
0: different stories uh that actually makes uh makes sense and i would i would absolutely agree with you on that absolutely if you're a, uh, if you're wondering, well, what two movies is this movie like? I can, Josh, you've you've never seen Guardians of the Galaxy, so you won't know what I'm talking about. But this movie is a, is like a, a love child of John Wick meets Guardians of the Galaxy, and everybody out there is like, how the hell is it like Guardians of the Galaxy? When there's like action scenes, they play like this the soundtrack these uh old old classic songs over that's overlaying the action scenes so that to me is why it feels a little guardians of the galaxy uh esque in a way uh i i like a lot of the the soundtrack but a lot of it doesn't really work for me Wait, did you like the mu- music josh
1: uh it was definitely an old Tone. I thought they could have done better, like, especially in the action scenes. I want to hear some, you know, like heavy metal, or something to get me pumped up for the action scenes. You know, that dun 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 dun,
0: not Patty Klein. <laughs> <That's, laughs> absolutely. I need some hype moments. I need some hype music, some dope music. I don't need some some classical music. I, 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 there was one or two
1: songs in there that were slow and i was like i don't fit in there because it's kind of what he was doing with the yeah but there was there was a bunch of them that didn't fit i don't think
0: yeah i 100 agree with you some of them absolutely 100 fit with the situation because that's what they were going for and then other them just felt like i really just want the song in there that's all it felt like i would
1: have to say for me it was a cross between a horrible face-off and a john wick because it had the over-the-top acting and some of it how like Nicolas Cage does with his eyes all the time?
0: <laughs> so he's being Nicolas Cage.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, especially with that motherfucker. I'm like motherfucker. I'm like, all right, Nick, calm, calm your ass. Yeah, the. It, go ahead. And it just seemed like it wanted to be a John Wick with the fight and then the uh, the shootout scenes.
0: Yep. I for the most part, other than. Bob Odenkirk and Christopher Lloyd, every other boy, every other person in this movie, the acting is is it, it goes down dramatically with each actor. Connie Nielsen, she is pretty bad in this movie, to be honest with you. But is it because she's bad acting or is it because of what she was given? Either or, you know, it's one of those things. And then uh, the, uh, the Russian gang, dude, that is some shitty ass acting. I definitely
1: didn't have a gangster, I can tell you that. What, what was that? They definitely don't have the uh, vibe of acting. I mean, a Russian mob. No. Nah. Get, get like Steve Buscemi. I think that guy would have been an awesome villain in that movie. Ooh, that would have been dope. Yeah, I'd have been all over that. Because he's been in uh, two different mob movies, and, man, he sells it out every time I... I'm like, man, this
0: guy is like a mobster in real life. I, he's, dude, he's a savage. Like, I could watch him in anything because he's good in everything.
1: Conair yeah, he is he's great I, in Con Air. Yeah, that's right. He was, wasn't he? Sure yeah, was. He was.
0: He was the, uh, he was the uh, Silence of the Lamb. Uh, I can't Hannibal Lecter esque character because they put yep, him in yep. a, a muzzle. Yeah. So small world, after all. Y- yes. <laughs> I'm still here. I reviewed that. I didn't review it during 90s action, but I watched it. And uh, yeah, that was a that's still a good movie. Still a good movie. And I think that's on Hulu. If anybody's interested in watching it.
1: I definitely think that was probably a. Oh, like Nicolas Cage's best movie.
0: Uh, Probably. I probably agree with that. Or, 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 Or no, no, no. Face Office's best movie.
1: I think John Travolta carried that movie.
0: i ahead uh, going to disagree with you. Face Office is the best movie. <laughs> uh,
1: well, you can't be trusted because you told me to watch True Detective.
0: And then uh, what was the other movie? You told me to watch Nobody. So where are I standstill. still? Hmm. You're the one that picked this review. I'm just saying.
1: That it. That it. That is very true. But the trailer was awesome.
0: <laughs> the trailer, the trailer was fantastic. I could watch the trailer all day. It's when you get yeah. to movie,
1: It's just like, bleh. I was pumped up there, sir, for that that movie off that preview.
0: Absolutely. So in closing, uh, I give it two and a half stars. I think it's I think it's okay. It doesn't do anything amazing. It's not egregious in anything. Uh, the acting is a little off. The writing is bad in some spots. The the action is good. Bob Odenkirk, for the most part, is good, although a lot of his lines feel forced. Christopher Lloyd, fantastic. Uh, yeah, two and a half stars. If this comes to Netflix, I think I would watch it. But it's twenty dollars on Vudu right now at for the theater at home option. You have thirty days to start it. Or and when you start it, you only have forty eight hour forty-eight hours to watch it from that point. I wouldn't pay twenty dollars for this movie if we're being honest. If you're gonna rent it for like three to five bucks, maybe. Uh me personally, I would wait for it to come on Amazon Prime, Hulu or or Netflix. What about you, Sarah? I'd give
1: it I'd give it a I'd probably give it a two and a half also, sir. Yep. I would say, I'd say it about the same. I would not spend the money to go to a theater. But I um, I might, if there ain't nothing else on Redbox, I might hit Redbox for it. But I wouldn't go out of my way and pass up something better.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. It's just, there, there are better movies out there that you can watch, in my opinion. And now my, you know, at the very end of our review, my son comes into the room. I like it. You found one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the very end. So I was thinking, uh, so that's our review. Uh, that's in the review right there. I was thinking, if, uh, you want to come back on the show again, like, you pick nobody, I'll pick one that we can both watch, and then you can pick one, and we'll kind of just rotate, and, uh, We'll go from there. Pick up some, pick out some like shitty movies, and see how they are.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'll take notes this time and have them with me so I don't get stumbled in a
0: few spots. Right. Well, uh, I think it's gonna conclude our review for nobody. Uh, Josh, I appreciate you, you coming on the show this week. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm all about you coming on and doing this more if you're if you're all about it, sir. Yeah,
1: I enjoyed it. Uh, just don't pick uh, a shitty movie because we yeah. already seen
0: what I did. Oh no 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 no! I'm gonna make a, a shitty fight <laughs> you. <laughs> like I is like, like like I know it's gonna be shitty, but I <laughs> want you to experience <laughs> it. <laughs> this
1: guy's gonna go back and be like, "Oh, I remember watching this movie five years ago. It was horrible." I'm gonna <laughs> make him sit
0: through it. <laughs> but, all right, sir. I appreciate, it, man. Yes, sir. And everybody else, I appreciate y'all joining us, and we'll catch y'all next time on another episode.